The Game the System podcast is proudly sponsored by 1989 Arcade Bar and Kitchen. You can visit their website at 1989.com.au. What did you think of Ernest Hill's The Damn Merlot? Yeah, it's nice. Did you like it? Mm. I like it so much, I might have to have another one. <laughs> well, that's okay. If you want more, there's a lot more wine. <laughs> so there's plenty. <laughs> well, I'm driving, so I can't have a lot. Oh, okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'd like to. I know how that feels. But not tonight. It's party time for me. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard <laughs> Cat seems happy Legs splayed out everywhere mm. She has various um, pastry positions This is the croissant <laughs> Pastry positions Yeah mm. She often loafs Right Oh, is that, isn't, that's not pastry No, no but I Baked positions Baked goods I don't know yeah. I know of the loaf because I've read it <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, I know the one you mean. Yeah. yeah. Where a cat looks like a loaf. Yeah. With a head. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Sort of speaks for itself. I suppose, but I only came across this recently. Hmm. Well, you don't own a cat. No. Hmm. <laughs> no, I'm familiar with cats, but I don't have one. Hmm. <laughs> I'm familiar with cats. Also crickets. <laughs> and squirrels. And birds. I mean, they exist. I've seen True. pictures of them. Yeah. <laughs> All true. Should we begin? <laughs> what was that? It's the theme song. To what? Oh, <laughs> our show. <laughs> That's right. I remember <laughs> things. <laughs> I think that guy does it better. Yeah. Mm. Ben Sound? Mm. Mm. Ben Sound. Mm. Does it slightly better than your version? <laughs> Hello and welcome to Game the System Podcast episode 15. We did it. Hey. <laughs> we got past the threshold. I didn't even think about it this time. Yeah. So we can uh, we can retire now. That's it. We're finished. <laughs> A podcast about the people that play, retro, arcade, modern, pinball, board games, and everything in between. It's the 9th of August, 2018, and my name's Mark Bell. My name's John. My name's Matt. Excellent. And how are we feeling? Pretty good. I'm enjoying this lovely espresso. After having a wine? Yeah. I don't... Yeah, I don't get that. (laughs) You can have a wine and then a coffee. Are you going to have a wine again after this coffee? Yeah, I'm going to finish that wine. <laughs> yeah, I am. Cool. And then I might have another coffee. Cool. Let's just say I'm being very Italian. Hmm. <laughs> you like your uppers and your downers. Yep. Mm. Together. Well, of course. Yep. It's the only way to have them. Mm-hmm. And you, Matt? Okay. Good. Read a feedback. Pat Nichols on the forum... Comments on my miserable performance at Brisbane Pinball Masters <laughs> and thinks that we can blame the cafe that forgot my Reuben on the Saturday morning before the qualifying rounds. Oh, did you have a forgotten cafe experience? Yes, I did. So we had this um, sucks. cafe which was sort of nearby or sort of probably more like 
midway between the accommodation we're staying at and Brisbane Masters. Awesome food, pretty good coffee. Um, The Rubens there are absolutely amazing. What is a Ruben? I'm way ahead of you. (laughs) (laughs) Wikipedia. Ruben sandwich? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, that is what we're talking about. I think I know very little other than eating it. It had pickles. Right. And it had roast beef. Oh, so you got it eventually. Pulled roast beef or something like that. This says corned beef. Okay, that's probably more like it. Swiss cheese with Russian or Thousand Island dressing. Mm. And sauerkraut. Mm. Mm. There you go. Sounds good. It was awesome. Except for the one I didn't get. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it never arrived. No. So a whole bunch of us came in, probably seven or eight of us. Mm Mm-hmm. And we all piled in and everyone got their coffees and their food and I'm just sitting there twiddling my thumbs. <laughs> and, you know, time's ticking away. We had to rush to the venue to, you know, do qualifying. Mm-hmm. And eventually, yeah, just decided to approach the staff and say, hey, mm-hmm. we've been waiting for a little while. They went, oh, um, it's not on the system. Were they having a jolly old conversation when you approached them? Because that's the worst when they're like, oh, and then this happened. Oh. <laughs> So sort of like not paying attention yeah. or, yeah. Uh, in my anger, I don't think I really okay. realised what they were doing. <laughs> um, but anyway, long story short, I didn't get a Reuben. So did you have to do the whole thing like, you know, what's happening? And then they realised, oh, God, well, well, we're getting onto it. It'll be there soon. And you're like, yeah. well, I have to go now. Yeah, yeah. That's almost exactly how it happened. Mm. They said, oh, if you wait 30 more seconds, we'll have one for you. And at that point, I was, you know. I was unhappy, mm. so I just said, no, mm. don't worry about it, I'll just have a refund. Mm. And they said, oh, would you at least want a free coffee? And I said, no. So, wow, you were really angry. <laughs> <laughs> that coloured my mood for that day. And also, <laughs> I didn't eat for the next four hours or something. Because, you know, you go to qualifying, all mm. you're doing is playing pinball. If you There's had no a, time to eat. If you'd only had a few pickles in your belly... Exactly. Your whole finishing position could have been very different. Indeed. <laughs> but no, can't blame the Reuben. <laughs> blame my terrible playing of pinball. You, you just never know. No, no I'll blame myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I prefer to blame myself. <laughs> but what about the... No, I'm joking. What about I'm the done. Reuben? Uh, also, he liked John's comment about me not liking Flip Frenzies, and you said, um, we all know you have weird taste. Mm. Yeah. And Pat mentions the cherry ripe conversation we had in Brisbane. So apparently I'm the only person in the world that doesn't like cherry ripes. <laughs> mm. They're pretty good. Well, yeah, <laughs> I like them. I, I don't know either. See? The only person. I've heard of others. So you're not, right. You're not You've alone. heard of others. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, haven't yeah. met others. Uh, so they may not actually exist. Yeah, they're on the internet. They may be lying. Mm, exactly. <laughs> it's not like people tell the truth on the internet. You can never trust people on the internet. No. So the facts speak for themselves. Mm-hmm. Mark Williams on the forum goes into a bit more depth on Stellar Conflict. Mm. The tabletop game we played before recording podcast episode 14. Uh, if you pop into that thread on the forum, uh, you can see that more detail, including pictures of the laser sight thingy mm-hmm. that we used to line up the the shots mm-hmm. from all the ships. So check that out. Um, Tagster on Twitter, co-host of the Arcade Perfect podcast, said he enjoyed the interview with Jimmy Nails from Netherworld in Brisbane 
and asked if we can still taste the chewing gum we tried. <laughs> I can in my mind. Uh, <laughs> it'll never leave. <laughs> yeah, surprisingly didn't didn't hang around that long. I mean, there wasn't much of a flavour to it. Mm. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I, I think just, you know, if you want to know what it tastes like, just go and eat a piece of paper. Like, it was pretty much that. <laughs> a scented piece of paper, yeah. perhaps. Mm. Yeah. There's a hint of flavour there <laughs> from 30 years ago. Um, We are recording. Yep. And we've also got battery, right? Yep. And storage. Yep. Okay. I forgot to check those things. <laughs> it's all right. I, I remembered. Good. Mm. Nicholas Pansini oh. on Facebook said, love the podcast, guys. Keep it up. He's a liar. Yeah, I think <laughs> he is. <laughs> Trying to, I don't know, butter us up in some way. Trying to undermine my position. (laughs) (laughs) Nicholas Pansini taking John's position next podcast. (laughs) Um, So news and stuff that's happening. Mm. There's actually quite a few few things going on in um, barcades at the moment that I think might be worth mentioning. Just a a couple of things. Hmm. So Thursday the 16th, which would be probably the week that this podcast comes out, uh, 1989 is hosting a Street Fighter II arcade tournament. Mm -hmm. The winner will take home a 1989 arcade trophy and $200 bar tab. That's a pretty good bar tab. I could make use of that. Um, And in addition, there's a bit of a twist at the end. The final round will be played on Street Fighter I. Oh. Which is a god-awful game. <laughs> <laughs> and Ben from 1989 knows it's a god-awful game. That's kind of the joke. Is this, like... It's not a secret, obviously. I mean, we've just told everyone. Oh, no, it's on their Facebook page and all that kind right, of stuff. Right, okay. Yeah. Mm. But, yeah, check that out if you want to play a Street Fighter tournament. Um, yeah. m- many more details on the 1989 Facebook page. Mm-hmm. It's limited to 32 competitors. So there's actually a registration. So mm-hmm. check that out if you do want to play, because only 32 people will be playing. Mm-hmm. That sounds like fun. If I could still play Street Fighter well, I probably would go in it. But nah, those <laughs> days are gone. You were turned off when we... I'm not <coughs> sure which packs it was, but I remember you were like, yeah, yeah. And then you saw some people playing and... Yeah, and immediately nah. went, nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> Back in the day, maybe, but not now. It's a fiercely competitive game. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and um, the world records at the moment, they're they're really, really good. Mm. In fact, a Sydney guy um, who goes to 1989, he just recently took the arcade Street Fighter II world record. Really? In the last, I can say this with authority, this week, in fact. Oh, wow. Because his score got approved on Twin Galaxies. Mm. Mm. Cool. So yes. it's score based. Yeah. Is there? There must be a lot of point pressing in that kind of thing, or is it just going for perfect rounds? Yeah. So. Back in the day when I used to do it, there was a lot of um, double knockouts. So you try and double mm. knockout. There were certain characters you could double knockout pretty reliably. Yeah. Um, and you'd do that all the way up until round nine, mm-hmm. and then you'd finish it off because if the game goes to round 10, it's game over. Okay. Yeah. Huh. 
So you could point press in that way, but really the way you do it is perfect in every character. Okay. Yeah. Very, very difficult. Yeah. I've only done it three times ever. You've perfect every character. Yeah. Jesus. My highest on Street Fighter 2 was 1.33 million. The current world record is 1.39. So it's pressing that extra, what, 50,000? Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty tough. Yeah. But then do the points come from the timer? Yeah. Yeah, you get extra points from the timer. So you're trying to perfect as quick as possible, yeah. probably in some kind of optimal way. Yeah, yeah. I would never even try to do that again. It's too hard. I guess that's all about learning the AI and stuff, right? Yeah, exploiting the AI. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the last thing related to... Oh, actually, not the last thing. The second thing, uh, the NBA Jam Interstate Tournament happened last weekend. Ah. So Jimmy Nails mentioned this in the last podcast, in the Mm -hmm. interview. Yeah. That um, 1989... Paid for the flights up for the two New South Wales players. Jimmy Nails and Netherworld paid for the accommodation for the two New South Wales players. Mm-hmm. And they faced off against the two best Queensland NBA Jam players. Mm-hmm. And long story short, New South Wales won nice. four to one. Oh. Wow. Mm. Were they playing as teams? Yeah. Yeah, two oh. players each. Wow. I, I watched part of the stream, actually. Um, I finally... Got around to checking out the Netherworld stream after last podcast. And, yeah, it's pretty cool. There's mm. lots of pinball on there. Um, yeah, they stream a lot of stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, I watched the a bit of the uh, NBA Jam, and I didn't watch all of it. But the guys from 89 looked very good. Mm. <laughs> so I'm actually not surprised, having watched, like, one game, to mm. hear that. Um, yeah, they were pretty insane. Mm. Such a cool idea, though. Having an interstate tournament like that. Yeah. And yeah, so the last thing, uh, which is another thing happening at 1989, they're holding the first official Australian Tetris Championship mm-hmm. on Thursday, October 4th. Um, so 1989 has teamed up with Classic Tetris World Championship to bring the competition to Australia, which is the first time ever. Is when they say classic Tetris, that means like the Nintendo version, yeah, doesn't NES. it? Yes. Yep. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yep. Mm. And it's kind of inspired by the historic nineteen ninety Nintendo World Championships, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so once again, there's lots more details on the nineteen eighty nine page. Again, it's a registered event, so you have to, you know, pay a ticket mm-hmm. and things like that. I yep. don't know if there's a cap on that one, but. Go to their Facebook page and you can see what the details are. Mm-hmm. And you could be crowned the first Australian Tetris world champion. Well, it's not really a world champion if it's Australian. Uh. <laughs> There's a flaw in my wording here. <laughs> but you get what I mean. The national champion. <clears throat> yeah, that. Yep. And apparently Matt has news about Frankie's. But wait, oh. what's happening at 1989 this month? <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> There's actually a lot of stuff going yeah. on. I, I just picked a couple of big ones. Yeah. Yeah. Frankie's. Hey, you want me to talk about this? I, I'm throwing you in the deep end. Because <laughs> you were quite angry. I was. You were furious. I was. <laughs> We've mentioned a while ago on the podcast that I play a lot of Frankie's because they have five ball games. Mm. Mm. And suddenly I was there, I don't know, 
three or four weeks ago. And they were all set to three ball. Oh, travesty. Yeah. <laughs> Is it possible that they got set to factory settings somehow by like some... No, because the scores on most of the machines were still there. So actually, I, I had a... I was pretty proud of score on on Kiss and Metallica. Yep. And they're still there. Mm. And they were set with fireballs, but now the games are on three. So it looks really good now. <laughs> Is it possible that there was some kind of competition or something the night before and they didn't change them back? Or I guess it's possible, but I'm not aware they do comps at all. Yeah. Mm. So no longer the premier Sydney pinball venue. <laughs> Just wondering because, yeah, that operators seem very like set in the idea that it was a good idea to mm. do that and surprised like i was very surprised to hear that um they were changed to five ball uh, to three ball from yeah. five mm. so yeah i felt like that was you know like it was specifically it's almost like a gateway i feel like frankie's is like the pinball gateway for <laughs> for people who just go to gigs and stuff because mm. it's such a big venue for music Live music. And we're talking about Frankie's Pizza in Sydney, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, yeah, the novice players, yeah, tend to enjoy a game with five balls more. What are you saying about Matt? (laughs) Well, maybe a lot of of people enjoy a game with five balls, but I think, I feel like, I think it's more important for people who don't play a lot of pinball to get a decent game. Mm. So. Decent playtime. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and I mentioned that most of the crowd that I see play there is, you know, not good, not very good. Yeah, mm. lucky to find the start button mm. and stuff like that. So mm. I don't know how that really affects most people. They're definitely getting shorter games. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I they think feel it slighted would be... by it. Yes, yeah, so I would have a wine, John. Thank you very much. Do you want any more? There's, there's like hardly any left. Didn't you say you got thousand bottles? Oh yeah, or something? like if you want some more, I can, I'll open another bottle. And I've got no problem with doing that, and I probably will anyway. So, uh, and that looks like he wants one. No, nah. well, finish what you got, I guess, if you want, and or whatever. No? Okay. So that's terrible news. Is I'm that gutted. run by Scotty? I think so, yeah. Yep. Did you contact him? No. Uh, maybe you should. I mean, he's probably done it for a reason. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe he's testing it out. And if one vocal customer says, what the hell are you doing, Scott? Then he might change it back. Yeah, yeah I think in these sorts of situations, like any feedback, I mean, even for us, I know, you know, just doing this podcast, but, you know, as someone who's run pinball comps before and done things like that you just get no feedback so you mm. it's so hard to know if you're doing the right thing yep and um yeah for some reason people just aren't very forthcoming with with feedback mm. um whether it's good or bad um so i think any any feedback is appreciated and when you're running a business especially you know um you want to know if you're doing something that people don't like because it's your livelihood right so <laughs> You don't want to be turning people away without even realizing what's turning them off. Mm. So, you know, I mean, you don't know. He might have had people saying, oh, I love the three ball games, <laughs> <laughs> but I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt that. Um, so, mm. yeah. I reckon you should say something. And he's 
pretty open. Yeah, he's a really not. You've met met him, right? I'm not sure. Oh, he's a really cool guy. Mm. You must have met him from some of the um, Henson stuff we've done. Was he ever there? I don't know. He was uh, there a lot. Yeah. Oh, okay. You, <laughs> he usually plays that song over the, the <laughs> loudspeakers. The yeah. what is it? The Who's Pinball Wizard or yeah. whatever it is. That everyone wants. Maybe, but I don't remember the person. Hmm. Just um, his number will be on the machine. Just send him a text and say, "Hey, notice this change? Like, is that a? Is it going to stay that way, <laughs> <laughs> or something like that? I don't know. He'll tell you. Anyway, that happened. It's an affront to Matt's life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, something else happened. Evo happened. Yeah. The um. Largest fighting game tournament in the world, and I think the largest open tournament in the world, regardless. Yeah. With over 7,000 players. Well, in terms of player base, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Across every game they play. Across every game. Yeah. There's yeah. quite a few fighting games, but. Yeah. And there was 2,400 in the Street Fighter V comp oh, alone. It's been going for so long as well, like way longer than pretty much any other yep. um, tournaments. Like. Especially in the West, obviously. Um, yeah, maybe not compared to some of the Asian ones that have been going, but mm-hmm. but yeah, I guess would they have been around in Street Fighter two days or started in nineteen ninety six? Okay, mm. yeah. What was Street Fighter two? Was that ninety four? No, earlier. Was it? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think it's one or two. I think it's a little earlier. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't recall seeing much of Street Fighter Two, but I remember like Street Fighter Alpha and Three, yeah. and yeah, and even when you look at those old videos, you see that it's not that big. Like it's just like one room, yeah, you know. Um, and uh, now it's really now big. it's massive. <laughs> <laughs> Dedicated uh, professional commentators, yeah, and not just a couple of them. They rotate those There's commentators every like thirty minutes or yeah. something. Oh. It's crazy. Well, I think they have to have um, people that know about that particular game, though, too, right? So mm. a lot of like ex-pro players, and mm. you know, um, you can't really be a commentator if you don't know about the game. I don't think. Yeah, especially a game that can get as technical as Street Fighter and those other fighting games. Yep. Uh, the winner of the Street Fighter Five comp was a British player yeah, really? named uh, Benjamin Simon. And so that's only the second European ever, if we can still call British people European, <laughs> uh, to win a Street Fighter tournament at Evo in the 22 years it's been running. Wow. The, the first European was, and I'm going to murder this name because <laughs> I'm not good with French, Marie Lure. See, I told you, I told you. Uh, and her last name, Narinda, from France. Okay. Uh, who won the Women's Invitational Super Street Fighter oh. 4 tournament back in 2010. Oh. One yes. thing I noticed was that there are a lot more women this year than I've ever seen before, which mm. was really cool. Like, mm. I was like, I saw one girl and I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then another one and then another one. And I was like, wow, mm. that's... That's awesome, you know. Mm. Um, yeah. I see a lot of women speedrunners as well now, which mm. is really good to see. Mm-hmm. It seems like... Um, it, it's been a long time, but it seems like women are finally getting representation in high-level play. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, there was controversy. Oh. 
so in Super Smash Brothers, of course oh, it's Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the crowd walked out during the finals because all players were playing as Bayonetta. Really? Oh. Because apparently Bayonetta is just super overpowered. Yeah, but this is not the real Super Smash Brothers. What do you mean by... Because Bayonetta's not in... It's the, the Wii U version. The Wii U version. Yeah, no. yeah. It's okay. <laughs> you can walk out of that, just not, not <laughs> mainly. <laughs> but um, some could say Bayonetta should be overpowered. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Yeah. Yeah. She's pretty powerful. Yeah. Uh, and also, <laughs> apparently, in the very final game, so the finals game, the players just stopped playing because of the whole fiasco. And what? so the organisers had to try and convince them to keep playing. What? Mm. Wait, they stopped playing so because were, the were, crowd walked out? Yeah, the crowd walked out. Apparently, there was booing and all yeah. sorts of stuff. So they like wow. just kind of refused to play, and then mm. the organisers had to convince them. Yep. Wow. Jeez. Ah, oh, those Smash Brothers players. I wonder if that's on stream. I've got to find that VOD. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Yeah. And the last bit of news I have... That's so funny because... Sorry to interrupt you. No, please. But sometimes that's the way games go. Like, you have overpowered things. It'll only be one year because then, obviously, the developers will go, Oh, we better change that. But it's <laughs> an old game, right? They're not patching these games anymore. Yeah. Uh, that's a good but point. The, it's only going to be one year because next year they'll play the Switch version. Yeah, that's so, that's coming soon, right? It's coming in like September, huh. something like that, later this year. Okay, but yeah. the GameCube one will always be there. Yeah, everyone will always love the GameCube one. Yeah, I have the GameCube one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was that one that I reunited. I don't know if you guys remember <laughs> that video that I made <laughs> with the music of... What music was it? I can't remember. I don't. I put in some dramatic music from a movie. I think it was from um, the Lord of the Rings or something. Of opening up the empty case. Oh yeah, I do remember. Bought the disc from someone and then putting them together. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Nice work, John. Oh, thanks. Nice work. Yeah, it's nice of you to say. Oh, anytime. The last bit of news, Deadpool Pinball announced by Stern. Mm. 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 You're the resident Marvel fan here. What do you think? I think it looks pretty cool. Mm. At first I was like, I don't know. But then when I started looking at the play field, I saw all these other characters like Mystique and Sabretooth and, of course, Wolverine. Mm. Um, And Colossus is there. Um, Some others. Yeah, some others. I can't mm. remember. Um, <laughs> but it looks pretty cool. It's got this, like... I don't know if you guys have seen the playfield. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to attempt to describe this. On the on the right side, it, there isn't a ramp, like, in a traditional sense. There's, like, a, a kind of inner loop, but then redirects the ball instead of, like, what a normal inner loop would do, which is to do a 180 and send the ball back at you. It kind of goes halfway, like a 90-degree turn, and then up into a ramp, which then yeah. loops around and comes back down the right side. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So, it looks... that's. I like stuff like that. I like that maybe they're thinking a bit different, mm. because I think that Stern's biggest problem is that they do the same thing all the time. Mm. And every time that they do something a little different... It goes really well, like ACDC and then Metallica mm. and then... Iron Maiden. Yeah. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, and, and a lot of the games are that they put out sort of in between and just like the same thing, you know, basically. Mm. Um, well, now so, that they've got a lot more new designers on board, mm. I think they are starting to get that, that mix a bit a bit better yeah. where they are, they are doing things differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's good to see. Yeah, like each machine needs to have its own flavour. Um, when I saw the, the button, the action button that they put on the, the bar at the front, I thought, oh, God. They put the action button on. <laughs> like, I was so happy on Iron Maiden that that button wasn't there, you know. I just think, I don't think there's anything really fun you can do with that button. Mm. Um, Launch your ball from the, the, for the games that have annoying Deadpool. But yeah. Yeah, that's fun. The ACDC. Yeah, the VIP passes are cool in ACDC. The Walker Bombs in Walking Dead. Yeah. But the rest, I I agree with you. It's, yeah, it's kind of useless. Yeah. Well, I mean, there might be... Yeah, I don't know. I just don't think... I don't think they've done anything great with the button so far. I mean, yeah, it activates things, but you can just press the flippers together or... Like, I don't think it adds anything just having that button. Mm. Anyway, that's just my opinion. Well, if they have a a classic plunger, Mm. yeah, and you need an extra action that's Mm. not the flippers, Mm. that's the only way. Mm. I actually learned just recently in Brisbane Masters that there's a cool implementation of that button in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So there's a there's an adder ball, mm-hmm. but you don't get it by like hitting something on the play field or something like that. You don't even get it by hitting the action button. You have to hold in the action button for mm. about three, four seconds. I know. And oh. then it does the adder ball. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of cool, but of course no one knows that unless yeah. you're told. Yeah. So I've been playing Star Wars this entire time and I had no idea about that Adderball. So yeah. you don't even have to do anything to make the Adderball available? You just hold Oh, the you button. do have to do something to make the Adderball available. Okay. But right. when it's available, the that's action what... button is sort of not flashing but pulsing yeah. orange. And that's how you activate it. Yeah, so you hold it in for four yeah. seconds or whatever. Yeah. Mm. See, I like the idea of um, kind of making you take your hands off oh. the flippers. Yeah. Um, as a way of like dividing your attention, mm. um, ACDC does that really well. Yeah, when well, you got that song jackpot and you're in the middle of a multi ball, yeah. and, and the cannon's swinging around, so you got to shoot the targets on the left. Yeah, so you got to try and just hit that whilst also playing mm. multi ball. Yeah, and I guess I, I suppose that's probably the idea behind the Tie Fighters in Star Wars too, when you have to rapidly press the button to yeah, kill as many cool. Tie Fighters as you yeah. can, and yeah. <clears throat> you know. You're like trying to catch the ball so that you can hold the ball and then press the button. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess that, that makes sense. It kind of reminds me of um, of uh, Whitewater where the whole thing, the thing that's awesome about Whitewater is the jackpots in the multi-ball are so challenging to hit, not because the shot is difficult, uh, but because you always have divided attention at the moment mm. the ball is coming down for that jackpot shot. Yep. Um, and it mastering that skill is really, really fun. Mm. Um, and trying to hit the three jackpots straight off yeah. the bat. Yeah. Because you know if you fuck up one of them, yeah. you're going to fuck the rest up because yeah. then you've got another ball bouncing around oh, in, fr- yep. in front of that flipper. The funny thing is, like, basically it's timed almost perfectly so that the second ball is coming as soon as the first ball is like at your bottom flippers. Mm. Um, and 
Yeah, I remember there was some point there where I decided that getting a triple jackpot was worth more than trying to save the ball. So now when I do it, I basically just hold the flipper up and just ignore the balls at the bottom and just hope that they stay alive while mm-hmm. I try and hit the three jackpots mm-hmm. and then just hope you still have a ball so your multiple still goes. Mm. But it's hard to do because you automatically you want to center your attention like at your normal flipper level, mm. like the bottom flippers. Um, maybe we should explain how that jackpot works for people who haven't played whitewater. Well, it's just a, a side ramp. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, off a side flipper. Yeah, so yeah. the flipper that's like further up the play field. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So it's like you have three flippers <coughs> that you're trying to pay attention to yep. at the same time. Yeah, yeah it's a cool mechanic. Mm. But yeah, Deadpool, my initial reaction was kind of like yours. I didn't think it looked great because it's very, very red. Mm. It's very, very busy. Mm. But then when you get to the detail on the play field, it does look kind of cool. Yeah. The artwork's definitely done well. Mm. And I like how they're um, they're doing like a satirical approach. Mm. Like there's even speech bubbles on the playfield coming from Deadpool yeah. talking about at least it's another not another movie pinball or something <laughs> like that. That's pretty much what Deadpool is, though. Like Deadpool mm. is, yeah, it's satirical and lots of breaking of the fourth wall. And mm. he talks to the camera and well, in the movie obviously, but that's what the comic was like you know, mm. um, or is like. Um, not that I've sat down and read a lot of Deadpool comics because I don't really, but he's in, sometimes in other comics that I do read. And the funny thing is, like, I'll be reading a, a normal comic story that's like, you know, normal um, things going on and Deadpool comes in and he's like talking to you, the reader, and stuff <laughs> like that, like completely breaking the whole, like, system, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and the character, like, continues to be that way no matter where where he is so mm. yeah and he's got a whole series um called deadpool kills marvel and basically assassinates like the superhero like each of the different superheroes mm. so um yeah it's i i think one of the things like as as a, a marvel fan for me that's going to be important is what the modes are like and you know, it might be that you're assassinating each of those characters. That's what it seems like it's going to be. Um, so how that's presented will be important for me. Mm. Um, yeah, I noticed in the animations, it's all the animations are sort of 16-bit mm. um, pixel art. Yeah. And you're fighting the other characters. And, and there's also animations of Deadpool walking up to the Deadpool pinball machine in mm-hmm. the animations. Mm-hmm. And there's some... Um, old stern arcade machines in the background oh, okay. and stuff like that so he's playing in an arcade yeah yeah it all looks pretty cool yeah cool yes yeah i'm excited to check it out yeah i'm i'm excited to I play ho- it i hope it's as good as iron maiden hmm. <laughs> in terms of gameplay uh you got any thoughts on deadpool matt uh i thought yeah it looks i I don't care much about the comic book stuff. Mm. But yeah, the playfield, when you took a close look at it, I yeah. thought that was really cool, the the split ramp or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And it mm. comes back through a sword. Yep. Ah, oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Similar to the sword in... Um, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <coughs> mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, let's move on to what we've been doing 
playing, picked up, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How about you go first, Matt? But why? I have the least of <laughs> You can go first, okay. Matt. Everybody's favourite segment. Oh. <laughs> I mean, yay! River Raid update. <laughs> yay! We do need an intro tune or something. Yeah. So I was trying to remember what we talked about last time. So I think I got the I got a new a cartridge. Mm-hmm. Yep. That I've been searching for on eBay. That's right. Terrible labels. And things we that I can mentioned that maybe you'd have to drill the drill the screw, screws out. Yeah, cuz it's so rusty. Hmm. Cuz I intentionally got a really bad one. It's the worst looking cartridge I could find. <laughs> so that I could have no ethical issues with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think yeah, so it arrived last we spoke, but I don't think I'd looked at it closely. And now I have looked at it closely and I can't get the screws out. Hmm. I definitely uh... can't get the screws out. That's right. Well, without big effort anyway. And there's more problems. <laughs> that um, The poles that do the... Um, push the, the, push the, the dust cover open on the Atari, which yep. I'm planning to use for the turbo mode. Yeah. They don't move at all. <laughs> I've never seen this before. Is it just because it's the cartridge is so crap or... No, it's... So it's... Okay, and the third thing is... Usually, there's the Activision logo embossed on the bottom, mm. and here it's just a block. It's a square. They've taken it off. Oh. So, See, it's not really an Activision cartridge. So, actually, I can't... <laughs> My whole theory the was that they packed it so well because they knew they were selling you a piece of rubbish. Hmm. <laughs> 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 so, of all those problems, does it mean I just can't use that game? Probably. <laughs> I mean, don't you want one with an Activision logo on it? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's authentic. Mm. So I think that's a pretty, you know... Yeah. It's it's crossed the line or not crossed the line, whichever way you want to look at yeah, it. Yeah, possibly. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that's a problem. Yeah. Why and hasn't so, it got an Activision logo? Okay, so it's it's got a... It's one of these HES games. Uh, right, yep. so the Australian distributor HES, or I don't know if we're supposed to say HES or HES. They just did a lot of... <laughs> local Atari distribution and they changed the labels a lot. So you can, mm. the label isn't the real one that you would normally see. Mm. It's got a different font on it and it's, there's less text. So you can kind of pick them out pretty easily. Um, Except you didn't. No, I knew it was, but I've got <laughs> another Hess one at home. I've got a chopper command that is like, it's a Hess game definitely because you can see the label, but it's, it's the correct cartridge. Yeah, it says right. Activision. The, the, mm. the poles are on springs. Mm. So I thought, ah, that, I'm pretty sure that's what I'm buying. But when it arrived, it wasn't. Mm. So now, you know, searching for other cartridges, I've got to figure out if they're going to be the one I want or not. Because <laughs> mm. people only ever photo the label. Yeah, yep, the front. They don't flip it over and show you the bottom usually. Yeah. Couldn't you just buy a bulk buy of Activision carts? Yeah, but then they, they're not necessarily going to have bad labels. <laughs> But you're putting yourself in a difficult situation where all these, the moons and the stars have to line up for you to be able to have the cartridge that you need. Whereas you could just shotgun it and just say, well, whatever. I'm going to destroy this cartridge. Even if it looks great. The, I mean, <laughs> I just not buy Hess ones anymore, I guess. Okay. 
<laughs> or you could just do that. Yeah. <laughs> so there's enough of those around. I mean, not usually with terrible labels, but mm. mm-hmm. you can do it, yeah. At this rate, we're going <laughs> to... This country is going to be finished in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, actually, did already buy another chopper command, which I had a problem with because I already got chopper command at home. Mm-hmm. By the way, this this one, this other one I bought was Star Master, which I didn't have the cart of, but I used to have it back in the day. Mm-hmm. It's a good game, and I was like happy to have it anyway, so I could play. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't work in the one twenty eighty one Atari. No, which is another thing I got to figure out. I don't know if it's because the cartridge is no good, mm-hmm. or, or because, because you murdered it. The hundred twenty eighty one. Yeah, I don't think so. Right? Because did you try cleaning the contacts? Yeah. Okay. So the the seller said they'd cleaned it, and it looks clean, mm-hmm. and I shoved a, you know a cotton tip thingy in there and it, yep. nothing really came off hmm. with alcohol I've, yeah hmm. i've got other carts that i've had before and they don't work in the 128 in one either hmm. so i think it's actually something to do with the system is not necessarily compatible with every game yeah hmm. couldn't you try it in your six switch um yeah but i don't have a tv that can use it really i thought your pvm does everything. No, it's not, it's not. It doesn't have a TV tuner in the PVM. Uh right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I have to mod the six switch. <laughs> I see. Yeah, it's further it's just dilemmas here. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All these extra chapters to this story suddenly <laughs> appearing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a choose your own adventure. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, on the way is a chopper command with a torn label. It's it's torn through the the text of you know the, the title. Yeah. From the photo, it looks like there's no end label on it either. So I'm pretty confident this is going to be a piece of crap. Right. But it's coming from the UK, so it can't be the Australian version. Hmm. <laughs> uh, You're going to like become known as like the Atari torn label baron or something like that. <laughs> He's buying up all the torn labels. <laughs> the prices suddenly skyrocket. <laughs> and there's another eBayer in Melbourne who has a bunch. And I, I think I may have shown you personally one of the a tennis cart a while ago that had water damage on the label right and i asked the seller to to check the bottom if it said activision and (laughs) i didn't so that was another (laughs) bad cart right but the same guy selling another one a fishing derby which also has a torn label uh, and the end is peeling up Hmm. so i'm hoping that's that's bad enough for me to not feel bad about (laughs) did he ask you why you were asking about the activision logo no so i kind of assumed that Maybe he thought it was a collector thingy. Oh, yeah. if this one has this, then it must be the yeah, right. rare one that's worth a lot more. See, yeah. you are going to make prices skyrocket. <laughs> people are just going to wonder, why is he buying all these, all these, all these weird crappy games? Atari games yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess if you're selling like games like that, you're probably used to those sorts of questions yeah. from uh, yeah, those people. <laughs> yeah. Cool. cool. Yeah. Is that it? Um, that's all about that. Right. I'm also, I mentioned I was chasing down an issue that was possibly corrupting the EEPROMs. Oh, uh, yeah. I get the feeling now it's because of the EEPROM programmer. That you built. Yeah. Right. So I'm, I'm going to fix that up. And I've got some mm. parts that just arrived today to, ah. I'm going to, I'm going to put the EEPROM program on a PCB now, like with a proper socket and all the things mm-hmm. so, so that it can be good and then... Do you know what the not. problem was? No. No. 
but you suspect with great conviction that it was your Ron Burner. I I think so because the the last thing I did was put the cart into the programmer and verify it and it verified okay and then I did something else and then verified it again it wasn't okay hmm. so I think it happened while it was in the programmer not while it was in the console weird hmm. you can buy uh, those is it a ROM burner yeah hmm. he said yeah yeah but then it's not something <clears throat> that he made that's true but, and oh. I wanted to do it in, while it's in the cartridge as opposed to right. the chip onto okay so the ones you buy you've got to uh... so you can do it through the normal cartridge contacts hmm. rather than yeah huh Cool. You reckon you could make a Sega one after that? <laughs> I'd, lo- I'd love to make some reproductions, and I saw I've seen videos on it, just of games that I know I'll never buy because they're just stupidly expensive, hmm. like Golden X Warrior. I'd like to play that on real hardware. Wouldn't you I mean, be better off just buying one of those flash cards? Yeah, I could do that too, but it'd hmm. be fun to like make a repro as well, hmm. and then Maybe. sell it to. Name no, traders not for... to sell. <laughs> no, I don't want to sell it. If I had Golden Axe Warrior, I wouldn't sell it. Unless I had two. But that wouldn't happen. But if you're reproducing it, it's easy to make two. Well, I'm not doing it for that. I just mm. just want to play it on okay. real hardware, not emulated. All right. And, yeah. Mm. And also, I want to like put it on my shelf. And it looks nice. Even though it's not like... Even though it's fake. Not actually worth anything. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. I feel like you might disagree with this, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, reproductions aren't the real thing. Yeah. 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 But just for something to do, be fine. Yeah, no, no, I get that. Yeah. I mean, but... I think... Putting putting it on a shelf and displaying it. Yeah. That's something different because you're displaying something that's not the real thing. Well, I think that's, that's yeah. exactly what I'll be doing. I mean, that's true, <laughs> but I think um, for me, like, I'd probably do it in a way that it's obviously not the original, and it's kind of like having a poster or something that mm. just looks cool. Mm. Um, I think that's kind of the way I feel about it. Mm. Uh, and then also, it's a game that you can play. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it's, that. It's an interesting discussion, actually. We could have some at some point. The discussion we've been talking about for a, a long time that we haven't had. Or one of many. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. can add it to the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One day we'll get to them. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for me, I forgot to talk about this a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I picked up an N64. Ah. Quite literally. Yeah. <laughs> off the side of the road in a pile of rubbish. I was <laughs> Where it belongs. I was just about to say, <laughs> I can't believe you would hand over dollars for an N64. Exactly. And I can continue to be in disbelief of that. <laughs>
<laughs> so, yeah. Does that make sense? Where N64s belong. Mm. Mm. Although I picked it up and kept it. So, so do you, I mustn't really believe that. Have you... So, have you tested it? No. Okay. It's still in the bag that I used to carry it home in. Right. Mm. I thought at the time there was uh, perhaps feces <laughs> amongst this rubbish because it was basically a big couch flipped on its side, mm-hmm. cushions everywhere, and then a bunch of rubbish and toys and things just all over the top of it. Mm-hmm. I think it's almost as though, I don't know, a mother got pissed off with someone and just threw out all their stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, this N64 was just sitting amongst all this stuff, but there was all there was brown things <laughs> sort of scattered about amongst this rubbish. I didn't want to look at it for too long. <laughs> so I just picked up the N64 and walked off. Mm-hmm. So it still has not been cleaned. Okay. Yeah. Eventually, it'll happen. And there was no, like, controllers or cables in sight? Not that I could see. Someone did say, maybe on Twitter, that they thought they could see in the picture that I posted uh, controllers in amongst the mess. Mm. But I didn't see anything myself at the time. Mm-hmm. But then again, you know, might have missed them. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious about the the whole experience of were you walking past or yeah I was just walking past and was it like just a flash of like what's that sleeky grayish black <laughs> was it that or uh I think as a collector and retro game enthusiast mm. uh is it certain silhouettes are like burned in your brain yeah kind of and also you see a pile of rubbish on the side of the road. Right. No matter how <laughs> probably rare the occurrence might be, you can't help but think, oh, imagine if there was a Commodore 64 in there or, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. So, yeah, it just immediately popped out at me, mm. an N64. Mm. So, mm. yeah. And then how long was the experience of retrieving said N64? Uh, 30 seconds? Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't it, want to stick around. Was it a fast walk away? or It was. Yeah. <laughs> okay. more, more so because the area didn't look like a nice place to hang out. Right. I didn't know if someone was going to come running out screaming <laughs> with a knife or something. Who knows? Hey, that's my GameCube. <laughs> N64. <laughs> yeah, I know, but that, that was the joke. Oh, I get it. They I get it. They don't actually know what it is. Yeah. I get jokes when they're explained to me. <laughs> Um, yeah, so one N64 richer. Mm. Wow. Mm. Can't wait to find out if it works. Mm. Everyone needs more than one N64 in their life. <laughs> what about you, John? What's been going on? Um, well, this week I started doing some streams because uh, my internet's finally improved a whole lot. You have normal internet. Yep. So I was I was on ADSL two, which gave me a download speed of sub two meg megabits megabits is it sure M- Mbps whatever it is mm-hmm. slow hmm. and now I'm on cable which is like thirty megabits megabits much much more than previous a lot faster mm. um, and about five up 
which is yeah enough enough mm. for streaming so it's still shit compared to the rest of the oh, world oh yeah i mean i'm not talking about yours in particular mm. i'm talking about australian internet yeah but for us it's yeah. it's reasonable oh it's terrible i was watching one of the streamers that i watch regularly and um I don't know if someone asked the question. Some for some reason he was talking about it. A thousand down he has, yeah, exactly right, and a hundred up. Yeah, I told someone that recently, um, and they did not believe me that yeah. people in the world have internet connections like that. Yeah, yeah. It's just like what? <laughs> <laughs> so you're downloading like ten gigabytes in ten seconds mm. or something like that. Mm. <laughs> it's like that is insane, and that's normal internet for. A lot of places. Yeah. I mean, I'd never heard of that speed before then, and that was only like a f- month ago or something. Mm. And yeah, I was, I mean, I believe it, mm. but um, yeah, almost at that yeah level of disbelief. But yeah, so glad to be on 30 rather than 2. Mm. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. A lot more. I'm trying to think of a, a silly... It's like you passed a, a, uh, a kidney stone kind of thing. Like... <laughs> Jesus. Like before I had a kidney stone. Before it was just a couple of drips, now it's like a fire hose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm doing some streaming. Cool. Yeah, and uh, of course the first game I streamed, can anyone guess what it is? 2020 Super Baseball, oh. right? <laughs> what a letdown. <laughs> yeah, so played that for a bit. Played was a lot it fun of- or did you realise... I mean, did you? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it is fun. The mm. funny thing about this game, I think, is that it depends a lot on the team you choose. Because if you choose the wrong team, it's very hard. Mm. And um, really, basically, you want a team with the best batting because it makes a huge difference to your ability to hit the ball. And makes sense. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's kind of funny, like, yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know if it's the most balanced game or not, but uh, you pretty much need to hit it either a home run or you need to hit it um, to the right side uh, without getting caught out. Most hits, if they go high, you'll get caught out. Um, mm-hmm. It's very difficult not to get caught out. And if you hit it low and it bounces, if it goes towards you're right, like towards the first base, you're fucked because you'll never get to first base. Mm. If it goes to the left, you've got some time because they have to throw it further. Um, So you pretty much always want to try and hit it to the left. And yeah, if your team is not good at at batting, they'll hardly ever hit home runs and it's very difficult to get get runs at all. Mm. So um, yes, once I realized that and like picked a team with really good batting, it was a lot more fun. (laughs) So, yeah, I like it. Hmm. But I think, I guess part of it's the visuals. Like, I remember um, there was a Video Easy, a video rental store with a 2020 Super Baseball. And it was always on. And I never played it, but I just, I don't know, I just saw it a lot. And Hmm. it was only until later. Was this the Mega Drive version you're talking about or the Neo Geo? Uh, No, I'm talking about, um, yeah, the arcade. Like, it would have been a Neo Geo. All right which yep. I didn't know what that was at the time. Mm. And I wonder if it was an arcade, like if it was a Neo Geo with more than one cart, because I don't remember seeing other games. Like I never saw Metal Slug there or anything like that. Mm. Um, so, 
I'd be surprised if it was just always on baseball unless there was someone there that just loved the baseball game. No, I but think yeah. they did cycle through them, didn't they? When they were in the attract mode, yeah. they'd cycle through the other carts. I thought so anyway. Maybe. I don't know. More yeah. assumptions. So they had that and they had Mortal Kombat and that was like when Mortal Kombat first came out and I was like, oh, yeah. it's so realistic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But I never really played them. It was Yeah, it was only later when I played MAME and saw it and I was like, oh, that's that game. Hmm. And played it more and more and yeah. So this you're streaming the Mega Drive version though? Um, no, I was streaming arcade. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, okay. just on MAME. Yeah, on your and PC? Just because it's easier. <laughs> on PC? Yeah, yeah. Right. But I've got a controller hooked up to it. I've got a um, an arcade stick for Xbox 360, which you can use on Windows computers, mm. um, which is nice and awesome Like, because I can always use that on a PC now. It's kind of funny how that works, you know, Xbox 360 controllers, I don't know if one, Xbox One is the same, or P- PlayStation controllers, but you can just plug them into your computer, and so... Yeah, I'm and pretty PC, sure you can now. The format will never change, so they'll always be useful, mm. those controllers. Um, yeah, so yeah, I've got that, and I was using that for some games, and just a normal, I've got a USB um, gamepad mm. as well. So, yeah, it's it's so easy to do streaming on, uh, as Twitch. long as you've got decent internet. You're yeah. doing it on Twitch, yeah. Yeah, you can download Open Broadcaster, <coughs> which is a free program. Um, and, yeah, you just need, you just can play an emulator and, I mean, I don't know what the legality of it is, but um, so do very you, easy. Do you have a camera on the game and a camera on you or...? Yeah, I do. I, the first time I didn't put a, a webcam on, like like a face cam, um, just because I was just screwing around and trying mm. it out. But yeah, I've done that now. I need to get a better webcam because I don't really own a webcam. <laughs> mm. So I was using my phone, um, which I found like an IP um, camera app, which basically transmits your camera signal over your network, your local area network. And then there's a little app you download on your PC which receives the signal and you can and OBS, the open broadcaster will pick up the signal. So yeah, it's really easy. Hmm. Yep. Cool. Yeah. And you can set different scenes so you can switch between things and all that sort of stuff. Um it's very, very easy. So I've got the camera and I've got my headset mic, which isn't the best quality, but I feel like it doesn't really matter that much. <laughs> hmm. um, I could set up one of these mics, which would sound way better. Um, maybe I'll do that one day if it's a bit more serious, or if we got if we do one together, hmm. that could be cool. Yeah, I'd be keen to get involved in that sort yeah. of stuff. I think it'd be really fun to, you know, set up. We could have a couch camera, yeah. and just play some games. And yeah, surprisingly, I don't know if it's the time frame I do it. There's not a lot of people streaming old games. Hmm. Um, there's a fair few, but like nothing compared to other more popular games, obviously. Yeah. There is a retro category in Twitch. So if you type in retro, um, you'll be able to click on the category and then you'll see everyone that's playing old stuff. Right. And there'll be, there's usually like about five people that have 
you know, a decent amount of viewers, like more than a hundred. <laughs> and then they'll, there's a bunch more and most people have pretty much no one. <laughs> hmm. But, um, yeah, it's cool to see people playing old games and hmm. it's, yeah, I think Does it's that, just... um, that retro category also include speedrunners? Um, cause I, I figure there's a lot of speedrunners are running mm. older games rather yeah. than newer games. I think it I think it does tend to happen that way, but it depends on you have to specify that that's what you're doing. So mm. the way Twitch works is you actually say what game you're playing uh-huh. and they have a database of games. So if you say I'm playing Fortnite, it'll come up as you being playing Fortnite or Counter-Strike or whatever game you choose. Um but there's some uh in that field the game field you can put um there's some broad categories like retro and or like there's one called creative which is a lot of people who are doing crafts and stuff like that Hmm. um and there's rl like people just streaming like walking around in the streets and stuff yeah um and it goes into that game field in terms of like a database field Hmm. um So instead of saying I'm playing Fortnite, it says I'm playing retro. Um, And then you have a title. So I put in my title what game I'm playing. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, you know, back to your question in the case of speedrunners, if they put themselves in the retro category, then they'll be in there. Yeah. And if they're playing a retro game and they do that, then. But is there a speedrun category? Uh, Can you have multiple? No. No, you okay. can only be in one. Because I would have figured if if speedrunners are playing, they'd probably put in a speedrun category. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know, but that's what I'd think. Mm. But yeah, I definitely have seen speedrunners in that, right. in the retro mm-hmm. category, yeah. Yeah. And it, it's kind of funny, like when I watch Games Done Quick and stuff, I've been thinking about this, people watch speedruns and stuff, and all those games are old games. But then mm, there's people who... Uh, not necessarily like like old games, but then they like speedrunning or mm. like it's kind of funny how I feel like there's crossover, but then somehow there's still this separation between those communities. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. Like I'm surprised to see, I feel like a lot of people like to watch old games, but not necessarily play them. Well, they appreciate old games, but not necessarily sit down and play them. Mm. Um. And I think that's why I was surprised to find that there weren't many people actually streaming old games. Like, no one's playing Master System games. Mm. And I was, I've was i been doing that because, you know, we were going to talk about Master System games. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I was surprised that, like, no one was playing any of these games. And I guess, in a way, it made me happy because I was like, well, I feel like I'm adding something at least, mm. <laughs> you know. But... Um, yeah, what was my point? Yeah, just not many people <laughs> playing. Yeah, I think I think there's a lot of people that appreciate old games but don't necessarily want to sit down and play them. Hmm. So, yeah. And other streamed stuff? Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Did you stream Master System games or? Yeah. Okay. Um, so Monday night, Tuesday night, I was going to do it last, uh, last night as well because I kind of decided like i'll do it every night hmm. um but then i don't know i just didn't i didn't want to hmm. so i decided not to that's a good reason not to yeah hmm. um 
Yeah, so the way I kind of figure it is if I'm playing something, then I'll stream it, but hmm. I'm not going to try and, you know, do some kind of schedule or yeah go for a certain amount of time or something like that. Yep. Um, not taking it very seriously or anything like that. Mm. Um, and yeah, for most of the time, I was pretty much streaming to no one. There, there was always like one person in there, but hmm. I don't know. Yeah, not not much chatting or anything like that. So, yeah. Do you chat back to the chat room? Yeah, I would. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that's how you have to do it. You need to yeah. engage the audience. Otherwise, yeah, yeah nothing really happens. Yeah. At least that's from my limited experience watching Twitch yep. streams. Yeah. They always try and communicate with the with the chat. Yeah, yeah. I would. I'd like to try and do that, but yeah, have you to need have viewers people, first. Yeah, <laughs> have people chatting. Yeah. Well, part of the fun of it for me is just to talk about the games, you mm. know, and if other people appreciate the games. Um. So yeah. Yeah, like one guy came in and I was playing California games and he's like, I was hoping someone would stream this. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I like it. There you go. <clears throat> you made someone's day. But it was mostly me playing the skating. <laughs> hmm. oh, I love skating. <laughs> cool. Good stuff. Yeah. And where can people find your stream? Um, you can find it on twitch.tv forward slash Huego, which might be easier to remember as H-Way-Go because it's H W A Y G O H Way Go. Cool. Yeah. Um Yeah. But I'm trying to like rep the game the system. So Yeah. Hmm. Maybe we can put a stream feed on gamethesystem.co or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be interested in exploring that idea. Yeah. Seems like what all the kids are doing yeah. these days because one other cool thing you can do as well on twitch is you can host other people so you can set it to auto host so if you're not streaming it'll automatically send um the feed of whoever you specify yeah, right. if they're streaming it'll automatically play theirs on your channel mm-hmm. so if we did something like that where we had the feed on the website people could just go there and chances are if you have a bunch of people in your host list someone will be playing old mm. games mm. so or or just games in general whatever you decide whatever you put on there mm. yeah cool yeah i think we uh we should talk about that mm. Mm. all righty matt with your next one i played a game holy My moly god wow. holy <laughs> shit <laughs> tell us about this game so there's something else i picked up in the steam sales recently Mm-hmm. It's Road Redemption. Oh, Road Redemption! Yeah. I thought about getting it, but yeah. I didn't. didn't. <laughs> so, in a nutshell, this game is a more modernized Road Rash. Yeah, oh. yeah. You haven't heard of it, no? Mm. But you said the magic two words: Road Rash, <laughs> yeah. Rash, and Road. Yeah. I never enjoyed the three D Road Rash games. No, you didn't. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I liked and the... Well, I think... I played the PC mm. one a bit. Mm. I think I liked it. Yeah, yeah the, I played the PC one. There's was, a couple on PC, right. though. Yeah. Oh, well, the, it's just called Road Rash, right? Yes. I wouldn't consider that... I think if it's the one I'm thinking of, I wouldn't consider it 3D. It's sprites or digitized sprites. 
Yeah. yeah. The 3D the, ones that I think we're thinking of are the ones on um, N64 and yeah, so there's, PlayStation. Oh, okay. Yeah. So probably not that. Road Rash 3D was on PlayStation. And yeah, there's a Road Rash 64, which was also 3D. I recently watched a few videos of Road Rash 64. Yeah. My God. <laughs> it looks absolutely garbage. It looks worse than the first Road Rash right. on the Mega... It looks worse than Road Rash on the Master System. <laughs> it's terrible. It's funny because I think, I think some people like it, though. But I'm I th- sure they do, but they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think maybe... It's the it's a bit of a departure from, like I think that the original Road Rash games. I mean, it's a fun game, but it still has that realism feel to it. Like mm. it feels sort of realistic. Like, mm. um, and I think that the three D ones kind of departed from that. Yeah, they and did. The I one guess, on sixty four is very comical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what I don't like about them, and I can see how maybe for other people they might like that. Mm. Um, but yeah. I love the the one called it's called just simply Road Rash and it was originally on 3DO yeah. and it's on yeah. PS1 as well. Yeah. And I think Saturn and PC and PC. I'm yeah. sure that's the one you're thinking of yeah. Matt. And that's yeah. the one with the Soundgarden soundtrack and yeah. I've talked about it before. Yeah. Yeah, it it's is a good game. The best Road Rash. It's super fast. Yeah, and it yeah. feels really fast and yeah, the bikes feel like they have weight to them like mm. You know what a real superbike would feel like. I think. Well, not that I know, but <laughs> <laughs> just assume so. Yeah. So road re what redemption redemption road redemption yeah, yeah. road re rash. Well, yeah. That's kind of, I guess that's why they called it that. It's, it's yeah. like a re yeah mm. going back to road but rash. it's not made by the original developers, no. is it? Oh, I doubt it. I mean, it, there's no hint that it is mm. based on the stuff. I didn't look too deep in who makes it or where it's from yeah uh do you know who publishes it no okay steam no, <laughs> sure i don't know <laughs> does that count um steam the biggest publisher in the world so i mean because one of the reasons is because uh has sort of a mad max ish vibe to it yeah mm-hmm. like in the, the hints of a story post-apocalyptic yeah, stuff. Yeah, you know, the, the bikey gangs have taken over the roads, yep. which is more or less that game, yeah. that movie. Yeah. Um, but then there's a bit of a, the The next part of the story, like the campaign mode, is that there's a assassin, apparently who's got a bounty put on their heads, and all the bikey gangs are going for yeah. to get this guy to, That's a cool to idea. claim the bounty. Mm-hmm. And you travel through these three areas, which basically three zones controlled by whatever gang mm-hmm. and the other mad max kind of thing is all the voice acting has australian accent <laughs> oh really which i love it so much <laughs> are they maybe they're are they an australian developer oh, you probably I, don't know I, I don't know but see the accent's actually really good it's it's put on a bit yeah. like you think maybe bogans but right. it's quite good okay mm. except i know at least the first guy isn't because there's one word he gets wrong Right. And I, I can pick it out, right? <laughs> I feel like that's one of the only sort of theme slash games that could get away with an Aussie accent. Yeah. The Mad Max thing. Yeah. Because you just expect it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel right at home. That's really good. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, the other setup of the game is the each... It's randomized a bit, so when you go through the campaign, it'll each stage is 
some objective. It could be a race, like normal, and you just got to get top three. Mm-hmm. Or it could be you've got to get a bunch of takedowns. So versus the gang mm. in what area you're in, you're going to get six take it out, takedowns and then you win. EA, are you listening? Right. <laughs> and then Why there's... Why doing this? <laughs> there's a timed one and another one that's just survive, which more or less is like time because you'll survive if you win. Mm. You know, if you get to the end, that's it. But right. the, it'll, it'll throw a couple of other things on there. So sometimes when it does the survival one, it'll be you versus the police. Ah. So there's just tons and tons of cops cool. all over the place and they're yeah. really aggressive. So be car- they've got cop cars, you know, some of them are driving with you and some going against you and they swerve into you. <laughs> That's <laughs> a Do cool they try idea. and like stop in front of you and stuff like that? Not really. No. Um, I mean, stop in front of you? That's what they, they, that's what the cops do in the original Road Rush games. Well, not stop in front of you, but they, they get in front. They, of they slow get, down and get in front of you. Yeah. And, yeah, they go slow. Not quite that much. They're all there out to hit you, basically. Mm. Not, mm. not you know, pull you over. Mm. They're Mad Max cops. Yeah, they don't try and pull <laughs> you over. They try and kill you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then one of the other variants is a hallucinogen mode, hallucinogenic mode. Oh. And you, you can see off in the distance. There's this cloud. I think it's supposed to be a tornado. Mm-hmm. It's always tracking ahead of you on the road and it's throwing cars. It's basically, it's raining cars onto the road, <laughs> which is also really cool. Cause you, you're doing your race or whatever and there's little guys and you also got to swerve back and forth to mm-hmm. these cars just falling out of the sky. Mm. Yeah. I like the sound wow. of this game. Yeah, it's pretty good. I've played it a bunch so far. <laughs> I haven't finished the campaign yet, but um, another thing it does is there's a... Okay, so you earn money as you go and you can buy upgrades, you know, and there's different bikes and different riders, but also there's a skill tree. Hmm. And oh. so and the 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 skill tree is persistent between games. So you play a bit and you put some XP into, you know, whatever things you're doing, yep. your talent tree. The next time you restart you've still got that stuff. Hmm. So that's kind of the longer thing you're working on. Okay. I've almost filled up the whole thing. Yep. Yeah, right. Sounds cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What's the combat like in the game? It's pretty cool as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you've got your there's a few weapon slots, so you can choose your weapon as you go, mm-hmm. like while you're riding. Um, number one weapon is always a sword. No, oh, that sounds dangerous because <laughs> you're an assassin. No, no, you're oh. not the assassin. You're chasing oh. the assassin. Oh, okay. So you're just random gang member. Right. Okay. So can you? chop heads off and things like yeah, that. Yeah, so that's part of the combat. Hmm. Okay, so I probably should have gone this way first. So the normal weapon, <laughs> the number two weapon... Started just, with the best one. Yeah. The melee weapons, which are just blunt things. Yeah. And there's a long melee as well, so there's a, one that's got a big bit of range. Yeah. Hmm. Now, the, the trick with the combat is you... The guys that are wearing helmets are resistant to swords, so you want to use the blunt weapon, right? Hmm. But if, if you've, you hit them with the blunt weapon, their helmet pops off. Then you hit them with the sword, <laughs> you switch to sword and then decapitate and you get bonus. Right. Every time you, you do a takedown, you get money, you get a bit of health and a bit of nitro. Yep. Hmm. And maybe XP. It yeah. sounds like burnout on bikes. Hmm. With yeah. Maybe a bit of Carmageddon yeah. mixed in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah so kick when, dudes into oncoming cars. Yeah, you can and, kick as well, yeah. Do you have a revision mirror? Yep. So you can see, oh, good. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> That's important. Uh, another move is there's a grab move, which I haven't mastered this yet, 
but you, you ride up next to someone, you can grab them, <laughs> and then you're supposed to do something, but I haven't figured it out yet. Uh, maybe but you can you yeah. can basically reef them off their bike. <laughs> but there might be more things you're supposed to combo Steer with. Steer them in the trees. You might have or... to read the manual. Oh wait, <laughs> games don't come with manuals anymore. Yeah. I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so juggling all that stuff, you know, with everything going on, you know, there, oh, there's lots of riders too. So even when you're racing, you know, there's the 10 or so gang members that are there, but there's also trash mobs basically. So there's other people there that they're just there to fill up the space. I love yeah, If you're way up in front, there's still always someone, someone to attack. Mm. Like after, yeah. after wow time, just everything's translated through yeah. the yeah. lens of wow. Yeah. Yeah. Grinding trash mobs. Yeah. <laughs> Ding. Dots. What are dots? <laughs> so <laughs> crucial, dots. crucial, crucial question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are there cows? Oh, I haven't seen one yet. Oh. <sighs> no. It's failure. There has to be one hidden somewhere. <laughs> I refuse to believe they didn't put a cow in there. You need yeah. that sound. I don't know. <clears throat> you know what I've thought about doing and... And what maybe, I don't know, Matt, you might be interested or not sure. I'd really love to do a real instrument remix of some of the Road Rash soundtrack. Oh, yeah. And it does exist, but I think we can do better or it can definitely be done better. Um, But that music is so awesome. Mm. And it'd be awesome to do like a real instrument um, recording of some of those songs. Yeah. Yeah. So you on bass, Matt on drums, me on the spoons. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't play an instrument, so I'll have to be spoons. Yeah, we could use you can use this to record stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, mm. music in this game is pretty good too. I think. I mean, mm. it's hard to say because not synthesized <clears throat> stuff like mm. the retro music, so you don't give it as much credit. I think, mm. but it works well for the game. It, it, it's easier, I guess, to just not notice it, maybe. Yeah. 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 Are there pedestrians? No. Okay. No. So another thing is there's... The tracks have shortcuts. Mm-hmm. So there's sort of, you know, different ways to go. Mm. Oh, and in between every zone... So once you've, once you've basically cleared a game, in between each zone there's a rooftop race. Or rooftop, you know, stage. It's it's the top, uh, basically in a city. Yeah, okay. Skycra- skyscrapers. Like, like just, Carmageddon. Is that in there? Yeah. So you're basically just riding along this building to buildings, mm. ramps you jump over. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's pretty cool as well. Mm. Yeah, this sounds like good game. I approve, yeah. Mm. Cool. <laughs> good game. It's good. <laughs> it's a good game. Put it on the back of the box. <laughs> Can I get a drink before we go on to the next topic? Yes, you can. Assuming we're done with this topic. Yeah. Does anyone else want a drink? Or something? I might have a little bit more wine. How many standard drinks are these things? Uh...
Oh, but there's more. There's more. Oh, yeah. Please. I'll oh, just go on. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> other than riders, there's cars. Oh, I mentioned that. You can but, drive cars? No, but sometimes the gangs, other gangs, and the things you're racing against, the cars or trucks. I know. And so you've got pipe bombs and sticky bombs. Wow. Wow. And so the pipe, the way the pipe bombs work, you, you prime it and there's a countdown. You know, it's got the numbers. You've got two seconds. You drop it. So, you, you know, you cook the pipe bomb and then drop yep. it. And yep. whatever's going on behind you is going to blow up. <laughs> and the pipe bomb is sort of similar, but you ride up to something and you just stick it on it and then counts down two seconds. Hmm. So you stick on someone and get out of the way because it takes out everybody around it. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds cool. That's all right. Got to have your coffee. Yeah, that's very professional. Oh, and there's bosses. There's bosses. Yeah, it's so actually at the end of every area. The last thing is always you've got to get the gang leader for the whatever gang it is. And mm-hmm. they're... They ride fast and they've got heaps more health. Right. They're sort of yeah. like Chase HQ. Yeah. They're sort of, yeah. <laughs> I'm Only throwing th- in all these games. That's a Master System game that I didn't think to play. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think I've ever played the Master System version. And then there's guns. <laughs> <laughs> that so you're riding along a little bit. So you, you, I mean, I'm playing keyboard and mouse. So you drive with your keyboard. And you aim with the mouse. Oh, you go, you go left. Attack left is left mouse button. Attack right is right mouse button. Usually, mm-hmm. when you pull the gun out, you you got a cursor and you, you know, so you, <laughs> you know, you're riding along whatever, and you aim at the guy, pop him off. Hmm. Do they have guns? Rarely. Right. Sometimes, yeah. Because that sounds a bit OP. Uh, they miss a lot. Right. Yeah. Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and some of the best moments. Are, you're doing a race or whatever, you're riding along, blah, blah. And then you realize you're getting close to the end. You can see the finish line way up in front and there's someone still in front of you, way up in front. You're like, the only way I'm going to win is if I shoot him. So you pull out your gun, line him up, pop, <laughs> win race. Nice. Yeah. Hmm. And I'm, I suppose this isn't available on anything else but PC. I didn't look really, but hmm. I'm playing on Windows. Hmm. Because mm. I would like to play it, mm. but I don't have a PC. Mm. Mm. First problem. Yeah, it's a big problem. Mm. Okay, that's actually all. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on to my last thing. So as John sips his coffee and looks very pleased with his own work, mm. giving it a sniff, the coffee. Uh, I feel a bit confident or more confident Mm -hmm. in talking about what I've been doing in the last little while Mm -hmm. or for quite a while. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So I have mentioned before that I was uh, thinking of going for the world record on Ghouls and Ghosts on the arcade. You crazy guy. I know. And that I had actually made a few attempts at it. Mm Mm-hmm. So this has been going on, well, I'd started thinking about it, uh, let's see, the end of 2016. Mm-hmm. I started 
giving it a bit of a go in 2017. Uh, I registered for Twin Galaxies probably middle of 2017, around there. Mm-hmm. And this sort of goes into a Twin Galaxies journey because mm-hmm. um, it's it's complicated mm-hmm. and a lengthy process. But getting verified on Twin Galaxies, you don't just sign up. Mm-hmm. You have to actually answer a phone call. Mm. Whoa. <laughs> you have to have been in that picture back in 1978. Yes, that's also and a condition. Uh, <laughs> um, Do you know what I'm talking about? The, the Life magazine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, have to, you have to personally know Billy Mitchell. Apparently, if you're in that picture, you can get away with a lot of shit. Yeah. Mm, apparently, <laughs> that's another topic we should talk about at some point. Probably not this podcast. I actually uh, did some research on that topic. Hmm. So did I. Leading up to this. Ah. Well, if we have time at the end, but I don't think we will, but we might. And by research, I mean I watched A YouTube video. (laughs) I watched King of Kong as well recently again, too. (laughs) Cool. That sentence went on a bit too long. Um, But anyway. So you took a phone call? Yes. So you receive a phone call from the US. Was it all today? No, unfortunately. (laughs) I think it's... From memory, and this is a long time ago, I think it was a robocall. Oh. So you sort of oh. just answer and say, yes, this is me, confirm your details. Oh, yeah. What would you have said if it was like, hello, Mark, it's Walter Day here. <laughs> is that what he sounds like? I don't uh, know. Not really. <laughs> He's a bit more hipster. Hipster? No, like hippie. Hippie-like. Hippie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think you also... And I could be wrong on this because, again, it was a long time ago, but I think you also have to add a credit card for them to charge about one cent to and then they repay you yeah. something oh, like just that. A, as a way of verifying... Yeah, that you're a real person. That's so like a porn site from the <laughs> 90s. <laughs> you know what? Twin Galaxy is a bit like a porn star. Porn star? A porn site from the 90s. <laughs> the page is a bit clunky and weird. Geocities? No, it's not Geocities. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was quite a long time ago. So I've been a verified member for a while mm-hmm. um, and hadn't really seriously explored the idea of going for the high score for a good, probably a good year mm-hmm. or probably less than that. Uh, but in the last probably or maybe beginning of this year, I decided to try again or, you know, get myself motivated to start playing again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I made a few attempts. I've recorded five previously mm-hmm. until my monitor died about three months back. Now yep. that I've got it fixed, I decided to record a, a sixth attempt. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just going to be a practice run just to try and get back up to speed. It turned into be the actual run that broke the record. Wow. So that was pretty cool. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, took about three hours. I was recording from my phone in a yeah. tripod. Yeah. And when I'd finally finished, well, the, the rules of this particular world record that I'm going for, it's five lives, you lose five lives, and then that's it, you, you stop playing. Yeah. <clears throat> I'd lost three lives. I beat the world record. And then from there on, I was just sort of <clears throat> playing loose and fast, not really worrying too much about it. Yep. And it's just as well I did that because when I finally lost my last life, I checked my phone and it was saying low battery. 
Oh, so you were using your phone to record the video? Yeah. Right. And it had been recording for three hours, recording yep. um, HD video. Right. So. Jeez. Yeah. How do you even have that much space on your phone? <laughs> yeah, I was actually surprised. I checked. I've got 256 gig. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. Right. The file itself is 22 gig. Okay. So pretty big. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I just had enough time to pull the PCB out, show it, show the dip switch settings, yep. and then turn the phone off before it completely died. Yep. I don't know what would have happened to that video if it died whilst it was recording, mm. whether it would lose it. I doubt it. But either way, I didn't want to take that risk. Mm. Um, so yeah, anyway, I got that recorded. But then the further adventure started, which is trying to submit the score. Yeah. Because it, it's all a bit scattered and weird on Twin Galaxies. There's there's the main uh, platform, yeah, uh, main emulation, mm-hmm. and they've got the proper rules. They talk about the proper version of the arcade game that you need to play. Yeah. Then there's two other um, uh, Ghouls and Ghosts record pages for arcade, but they don't specify which version you should play. Okay. So basically, they're useless. Yeah. Because you can play the USA version of the game, which is much easier, gives you more armor, more checkpoints, um, and there's no way to distinguish a difference on those particular under those particular rules. Yep. Um, And there's no scores posted on those pages at all, anyway. Yep. All the current world records are under the main page. Yep. So what I wanted to do was try and unify it all. So to submit a new, what they call track, yep. which is a new set of rules, yep. which would potentially go on that same page for MAME, but mm-hmm. it's just another platform. So it's a drop-down box. Okay. You can select MAME or Arcade. Yeah. The problem is to submit a new track, you need uh, 10 submission points. Okay. And you get submission points in Twin Galaxies by adjudicating other people's records mm-hmm. who are submitting their records. Mm-hmm. So you go into their submission pages, you watch someone do a record on video, mm-hmm. and then you say, yes, this is a valid score, or no, this isn't. Mm. And if you say, for instance, yes, you think it's a valid score, then it turns out it's not a valid score for whatever reason, someone disputes it, mm. then you lose points. Mm. You also lose uh, credibility points. Mm. Um, so you can't just go in and say... Like, yeah, I watched that video. Yeah, yeah it looks exactly. good. Yeah, you can't yeah. just go willy-nilly and yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Because that won't work. Mm. Um, and gaining 10 submission points was a lot of work. Mm-hmm. I I have spent a lot of time watching videos. Weeks worth. Um, I've probably voted on 100 or so videos. Wow. And I only just received my 10 points today. Okay. So you're supposed to get one point for every one that's accepted into the database. Yep. So it just takes a long time. Yeah. There's 620 pages in that submission uh, forum. Queue. Yeah, yeah, right. Wow. Yeah. So I've been spending weeks watching these videos. So instead of coming home and watching a GameStone Quick video, <laughs> I'll watch about 10, 20 Twin Galaxies videos. Okay. Yeah. Oh, um, so do you need to know the game to be able to adjudicate it or? It helps, I think. Yeah. But also just knowing 
uh, how a video should be presented. So there's lots of videos right. where people are just recording what's on screen, they get the score and then they stop the video. Oh, okay. What you really need to be doing is um, start your video, show the hardware, yep. show you booting up the hardware, yep. show the game starting, mm-hmm. and then actually go for your record. And you need to do that every time yep. before you go for a record. Yeah. Because it sort of verifies that you're using real hardware. Yep. So, so you need to show that you're like the controls or anything or like... Um, they usually do, yeah. Okay. Do you need... Yep. How did you do yours? Like, was it an over-the-shoulder cam or... Yeah, it was an over-the-shoulder. Yep. Um, and because I, because it was originally just going to be a practice run, it didn't start with anything particularly interesting. I did boot the game, so I showed the boot screen and all of that. Yep. But I didn't do anything else. But what I did do after it was finished, like I said, pulled the board out mm-hmm. and did all the inspection and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's all in one take, so there's no chopping or changing or anything like that. Yeah. Does that matter? Like uh, when you're for adjudicating, I mean? I think it does help. But again, I mean, video is video. Anyone yep. can edit yeah. stuff to make it look real anyway. Yeah. So if someone really wants to fake an attempt, they can fake it. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was thinking the whole time uh, without getting into another topic <laughs> that we'll probably have to leave for another time. But yeah, like it seems like with video submissions, anyone who knows how to edit a video, like, mm. you know, at a decent skill level, yep. could easily fake uh, a video submission. Yeah. It seems to me like the whole system is fundamentally flawed. Mm. Um, and I guess, you know, each different approaches have different limitations. Um, yeah. And I guess the only other way to do it is to have an officially sanctioned time when someone can, like, get a score live. Yeah. Um, and uh, obviously that has limitations too and, and biases of, you know, getting to a, a certain location. So Yeah. Now there's, there's limitations to all of them. I mean... Yeah. Yeah, what they're doing at Twin Galaxies at the moment, it is good and I think it's probably as best as you can get for something that accepts people just submitting mm. scores. Yeah. Because there is that whole community vetting. Yep. And there's good and bad sides to that. Mm. Um, but I think it's as good as you can get, whereas there are other record sites like Orcade, A-U-R-C-A-D-E dot com. Yep. They only accept submissions from actual live play of someone playing a machine yep. and a referee standing next to them okay in sanctioned arcades yep and that's all they accept mm. but even then i mean you know that's probably a step beyond what twin galaxies are doing but even then i mean the whole controversy around billy mitchell mm. he did that in front of referees mm. but the i'm assuming part of the accusation is that those referees were tainted yeah or biased compromised and <laughs> that that could happen yeah no matter where Definitely. yeah so there's you're never going to have a perfect system yeah in yeah. the end you you have to trust people mm. because there's no way you can fool yeah it. yeah um so I, I i do after going through this very laborious process i do have more respect for what they're doing at twin galaxies simply because it's incredibly incredibly complex mm. and hard. Mm. And even the website, it looks like shit. But <laughs> for what they're doing, 
it performs the function. Yeah, yeah. And that is amazing that it can even do that. Yeah. Because you think about it, the amount of games released in a day, hundreds of games, mm. you think of the different varieties of of scores and records that you can get in a single game. Mm. For instance, yeah. Mario Kart, there's lap times for every track. Yeah. There's race times, there's cup times, mm-hmm. um, even normal games where it's just point space, there's... There's also, you know, fastest time to finish a level. Mm-hmm. There's highest score in a particular level. There's highest overall score. Mm-hmm. There can be, you know, tens of variations in every single game and there's tens and tens of thousands mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. So it's really it's really interesting the system they've got at the moment where yeah. you are submitting the rule set that you want for the game that you're playing the community votes on it, says whether it's legitimate or mm. useless or whatever. Yeah. And then, yeah, that becomes part of the database. Mm. Mm. But even then, it's it's huge. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, even though it feels a bit premature but because it's not verified yet, but congratulations mm. on your game. Yeah, thank you. Game. Thank you, yeah. it's It was hard. <laughs> it's something that, I mean, watching King of Kong... I realise, because people talk about Ghosts and Goblins and how it's a difficult game. Ghouls and Ghosts. Ghouls and Ghosts. <laughs> ghosts and Goblins is also a difficult game. <laughs> <laughs> um, and to think that you have like achieved the world record in that is pretty amazing. Like, mm. I mean, there's not many people that can do that mm. or would do that. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, thanks. I'll, I'm looking forward to it being verified and mm. officially recognised. Yeah, the reason why I said I felt more confident talking about it is because uh, things rapidly progressed just today. So mm-hmm. before today, I had five submission points and I needed ten, ten to submit this track. Mm-hmm. Um, then all of a sudden this morning, a whole bunch of submission points came in because of previous videos I'd adjudicated a while ago yep and i hit the 10 so i submitted the track and i thought this was going to be the hardest part because when you submit the track then the community has to vote on that track and and donate 25 submission points oh wow to get that track into the database okay and i thought that that probably going to be sitting there for months yeah because it was hard enough getting 10 mm-hmm. um but i talked to jimmy nails mm-hmm. and he reached out to his uh, local, you know, mm. high school guys and stuff like that. Yep. Literally in about five minutes, it was approved. Oh, wow. And done. <laughs> Shit, that's awesome. It was crazy. So is that because those guys are all part of the community and they're built up points over time? And... Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's So there's awesome. guys on there that have got submission points in the hundreds. Okay. So they can just afford to throw these at yep. you know, various things. Yep. So, yeah, it was really cool. So Jimmy... And a guy called Shane, they both donated points to it. And like I said, it got approved in five minutes. So tomorrow I'll submit the actual record to that track. Yeah. Then I just have to wait for the community to vote on that to say whether it's verified or not. But either way, that'll be done tomorrow before this podcast comes out. So yes, we'll see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. But it's been a long journey. It almost feels like Submitting the score was harder than getting the score. <laughs> it took a lot more time, that's for sure. But I yeah, guess it's been in, cool. In a way, that barrier's 
you know, just the difficulty of submitting, you know, could weed out some of the people that aren't serious about what they're doing. Mm. So, mm. I guess I should also just briefly explain why I had to submit a, a new track because mm-hmm. this is a little bit confusing. Uh, and I mentioned before, because that track is the platform of MAME, mm-hmm. my platform is Arcade. Yep. So that's the track. Yeah. But same rules. So when this score is submitted and verified, it will be going on that other platform, Arcade, and it will just be that single score. Yeah. So it's not like it's going to show me above other scores. Yeah, yeah. But then if you change the drop down to MAME, that's when you see the other scores, which yep. are lower. So, the, so it looks a bit weird. Yeah. Technically, mm. I'm not a higher score than those guys. Yeah, because it's a technically te- I am. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's kind of weird. The numbers bigger. The numbers I'd bigger. It's, it's the same thing. It's the same ROMs. It's just I'm playing on arcade. Yeah. They're playing on emulation. Yeah. So, yeah. And so is apart from that's I mean another question I have is like why does that matter i thought the only reason it i was previously under the assumption that the reason that mattered is because it would be easier to cheat on mame Mm -hmm. but if they're keeping records for mame then maybe that's not the case because you know what what other reasons are there to separate mame and arcade in in a track Mm. it's a good question i hadn't thought of that but it's obviously something that is done generally mm. that's mm. the way it's done yeah right i mean yeah i think that was the reason to separate them because it, i think with mame it is easier to cheat there's a pause yeah. button for instance i mean right okay. in a marathon game like like what i played yeah. for three hours mm. i mean there's obviously marathons that are a lot longer yeah it'll be it would have been great to press that p button yeah and take a break yeah yeah <laughs> especially when uh, about a quarter of the way through my video, we had this fiasco with these dogs that had tried to attack our dogs through our front door. Oh, my God. So that you was... hear this massive barking and yelping going on. And <laughs> I just thought, oh, my God, do I have to stop my run to try and rescue someone? Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, so it would have been but great to press P and pause. Just ignored but... it and just kept going. Yeah, and... I did. <laughs> Everything was okay. Well, that's just, just like the guy in, in King of Kong. Yeah. What was his name? Some like needed to go to the toilet or something, <laughs> but he just kept Dr. going. Donkey Kong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, um, wow. Yeah, so I guess, I guess the arcade track is considered like more legit, I suppose. Yeah, mm. yeah, I think so. Mm. Yeah, and there's there's two two rules under that um, page. One of them's. Uh, marathon settings which is you start with three lives and you play for as long as you can possibly go until you've lost them all Mm. the one that i got the record in is tournament settings and like i've said before you're given five lives at the start you can get more lives as you go through the game but you can't use them once you've lost your fifth life that's it yeah yeah which i consider to be the harder one Mm -hmm. and are you playing on the usa version or no the world version cool Yes, so that's what I've been doing for a long time (laughs) haven't really been talking about it because I didn't want to jinx myself or... I mean, even now, if if I submit my score and it gets rejected, I I know I've done it anyway, Mm. so I'm not... I mean, it'd be great if my name goes up there, but if it doesn't, it's not going to be the end of the world. There's no reason why it should be rejected, though. 
Mm. Right? No. no Unless reason. you just somehow missed a box you were supposed to tick mm. in the recording of the video. or mm. Mm. But you're, you're very aware of all of those things that are required yeah. for submission. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. All good stuff. That's pretty awesome. Hmm. Should we go on to the topic at hand? Yeah, I think so. So, our new battleground, the best Master System game. Mm. So, we will all choose three games that we think are the best Master System games. Yep. We're not going to have the battle this podcast. That'll be next podcast. Um, so, all we'll be doing is nominating those three games each. Mm-hmm. Why don't we start with Matt again? What? Okay. Is number one can be Sonic the Hedgehog. It can be Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes, it so, will be then. So I'm going to write it. Not down. number two, the first one. Oh uh, uh, well, okay. <laughs> I did have a crisis over this because <laughs> I don't know if one or two is better. Mm. There's also Sonic Chaos. Mm. Oh yeah, which actually this seems to be actually better, but it runs a lot slower. Mm. Okay, at least it did. I think it does on a real system. I only played emulator. Mm-hmm. Right. I seem to remember Chaos was good. I would kind of prefer Chaos, but mm. it, I didn't like the slowdown. Mm. Sonic 1's mine, my favourite mm-hmm. on Master System. That's a fantastic game. But mm. I'm not trying to colour your... That's the only one I've actually played. I haven't played the other two at all. So, But I have played uh, number one. And it's actually... I looked at it again. I didn't... I've got it, actually. I've got it. But um, I was just watching a video of it the other night when I was deciding what games to choose. And I had this, like, moment of just a flashback moment with the music. Hmm. And because it's different music to the Mega Drive version. And I just had this... Yeah, you know, when you... Something sparks, like, your memory of time passed and mm. i was very young in the master system days we had a master system but i don't know i must have been i, I was very young like at that age where your memory's not even functioning completely <laughs> so it's such a feels like such a distant memory but it was like a feeling you know when you get those feelings mm. i can't even describe it it was really weird mm. yeah. yeah i know what you mean <laughs> yeah sonic one's Great on the Master System. All the levels are different to the Mega Drive. Well, yeah. maybe not completely different, but mostly different. Yeah. The game is almost more of a... It's more of exploration rather than just tearing through the levels from mm-hmm. memory. Yeah. It's a harder game because when you yeah. get hit, you lose all your rings. You can't collect them back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's really, really cool. A lot of things that I guess were made that way because of the limitations of the hardware but gave the game a unique flavour as opposed to the Mega Drive versions. Mm. Um, 
Yeah. Which I think that's what Sonic Chaos tries to do. It is a lot like the Mega Drive one. Okay. And it runs a lot slower. Right, Mm. yeah. But Sonic got to go fast. (laughs) So can't pick that one. But that's not how I play Sonic, though. And when when I have those periods where you're boosting through all the loops and going through the things, I'm just like, ah, when's it going to finish so I can control him again? Mm. You know? I, yeah, I played the original Mega Drive Sonics like um, like that as well, like exploration rather than just trying to fly through the levels. Yeah. But once you've found everything and, you know, got all the Chaos Emeralds, got the good ending and that, it it is fun to speed run the levels mm. and try and get through as fast right. as possible. Yep. Actually, that's something that um, the Switch version of, well, I'm sure all they all have it, the Sonic Mania has, is records and it actually will pull records from online so I did just playing around, like did one, and I was ranked like 1,136 or something like that. Huh. Yeah. It tells you your rank like in the world. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. And it's like just whatever level, specific level you choose. Hmm. And there's a different track <laughs> in inverted commas um, per character. So each character has their own records. Hmm. So it's not like Sonic's the fastest, so everyone uses him. Yep. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it is. Uh, Your number one, John. My number one. I kind of stole this from Mark because he was going to nominate it, but... That's all right. There's plenty of games to choose from. I was like, it's like my... this This is the game that I was like, without a doubt, this game I love to play... And it's really good on the Master System, and that's R-Type. And I would agree. We've talked Some about it before. Some would say I'd pick it myself. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, funny thing is I was playing it on MAME a bunch, and then and I, in my mind it was basically the same as the arcade. I played it on MAME a bunch, and then I played it on Master System, and I was like, it's not the same. Mm. <laughs> and it's um it's but it still looks really cool, like really good. Mm. The ship looks pretty much the same. But yeah, obviously effects and stuff like that yeah. are different and now I understand all the differences. But mm. yeah, for an arcade port on an eight bit system, it's pretty damn good. Yeah. Uh and it's really fun. One thing I noticed is it was actually a lot easier on the Master System. Version. Is there less enemies? Um, or? No, the enemies are pretty much the same. It was just—it's just weirdly like a few little things. Mm. Um, so one example is on the boss on the second level. Um, the way, if you remember, there's the boss is kind of like this. It looks like a big heart almost, and there's these valves coming out of the top of it. Yeah, and it's got this eye on the top that you have yep. to shoot when it opens. Um, and there's this snake thing that's kind of coming out of the valves and like going into different valves. Mm. And in the Master System version, the way the snake goes, there's a gap where you can get your laser shot through to hit the eye. On mm-hmm. the arcade version, the gap is very small, so you can't get shoot through it. Right. Um, so it's kind of little like functional things like that, mm. which make the game easier. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so, I'm actually really keen to go back and play it because I don't think I've played that since it was recently. Well, since it was released, but in that sort of I don't know year or two time frame. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, I love the arcade, and I've always loved the Master System port because it was the best 
home port you could get for mm. eight and sixteen bit systems back in the day. Yeah. So I'm keen to go back and see how it actually compares now. Yeah. Um, whether it was sort of because it was the best home port that was just you know I obviously fell in love with it for that reason. Yeah. But it, whether there still is a large gap between it and the arcade, mm. I can't remember. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think gameplay wise, it's yeah. I mean, you'll see, but. Mm. I, I, it's very, very similar. I definitely found the Master System version a little easier. Mm. Um, but I think in terms of, like, in a functional sense, they're pretty much the same. Mm. And yeah. it's got a... It does have an extra level, though, a secret level. Oh, does it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yes. There you go. Mm. So my first... Were you done with R-Type? Yes. Yes. My first is Wonder Boy 2... Uh, otherwise known as Wonder Boy in Monsterland. Mm-hmm. Another arcade port, um, but a really, really fantastic one of the arcade, obviously. I think I played this version more than I did the arcade, even though I finished both. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it was the first game for, uh, where Wonder Boy introduced the sort of action RPG elements, mm-hmm. you know, collecting money buying equipment, mm-hmm. upgrading your weaponry, all that kind of thing. Yep. Um, and, yeah, it was just fantastic on the Master System. Yep. I mean, I don't think there's much more you can say about mm-hmm. it. I'm also keen to go back to this one again. Yep. Now that I own the arcade board and I've played it quite a bit again, going back to the Master System version, see how it compares. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's really weird for me to imagine games like this in arcades because by the time I got to the arcades, they didn't really exist anymore. Hmm. Um, like, you know, something that's kind of long long playing. I mean, hmm. I don't know what really it was like, but yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of an RPG, right? So hmm. the idea is that it plays sort of long. Hmm. Um, so yeah, it's really weird to imagine a game like that. Uh, but funny thing it, that just reminds me uh, when i was playing around on mame for streaming i found this newish i think it's like 2002 relatively new <laughs> still technically retro because it's older <laughs> than 10 years um <laughs> matt shaking his head <laughs> um dungeons and dragons beat em up slash rpg uh which yeah, one you know it it's I I don't I don't can't remember what it's called now, but mm. it's, it's like Shadows over Mysteria or something. Yeah, like. something like that. In and the arcade or it's yeah, well it was on MAME, so it's right. an arcade game. Yeah. And it's an RPG. It's a Dungeons and Dragons RPG, so there's lots of classes like from Dungeons and Dragons. Mm. But it's also a beat 'em up. Yeah, there's a few of those. I've never seen a game like that before. Right. And I was just like, what is this? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. It's, it's not bad. It's definitely got some flaws, but mm. the idea of mixing a beat-em-up with an RPG mm. for me is just like, I couldn't think of anything better. Mm. But maybe, I don't know, maybe it doesn't work that well. I'm not sure. I yeah, haven't, haven't played uh, it enough. It's to, not amazing or anything, but it is a good game. Yeah. Um. Wonder Boy 2 is a bit simpler than that. Mm. I mean, there's no... You don't go up levels, yep. things like that. You just sort of, you know, get better equipment and better weapons. Mm. Um, lots of hidden doors, mm-hmm. hidden secrets. Uh, yeah, so it's not an RPG in the pr- 
proper sense. It's more of a platformer than an RPG. Yep. But it's it's kind of a mix of both. Yeah. With RPG elements. Indeed. Mm. Mm. Oh, I'm looking forward to trying it. Have you played it before? Not that one. I played um, Three. The Dragon's Trap. Right. Yeah. You played it before, Matt. Um, yeah, briefly. Right. And I played Wonder Boy 1. Mm. I've got that. Wonder Boy 1 is... On the Master System. Entirely different. Yeah. 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 Wonder Boy 1 is like the... I was going to say ugly stepchild, but that's not <laughs> a good way to describe <laughs> it because Wonder Boy 1 is awesome. Yeah. But it's just completely different yeah. from every other one. Every other Wonder Boy game. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your number two, Matt? Uh, will be Aztec Adventure. Oh, yes. Mm. Mm. I've never heard of this. Well, in, 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 until the other day when Mark mentioned it. But, <laughs> yeah. So it's some kind of... How do you describe it? Yeah, I'd, you, uh, I'd struggle because it's been so long since I played it. You walk around the jungle. You... Top down do, walking around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's in that genre. It's oh, a top down. Top down walking around. The main thing I remember guys. is bribing yeah. people to join your team. Oh, oh, that's, that's this right. game, right? Yeah, yeah. So you're you're running around, but there's there's bad guys, but you get money and you throw money at them, and then they join you and they attack with you. They follow you around. Huh. Hmm. Sounds there's some goal to it, each stage. I forget. Is are it you, are trying to find eggs, or are you trying to like get something, hmm. carry it somewhere? I don't know. It's a long time since <laughs> I played it, but I think it's good. It's really funny because I have really fond thoughts of it. I was going to say memories, but mm. I don't have memories of it. Yeah. That's the problem. Um, but yeah, I don't remember really what you did in the game. I just mm. remember it was cool. Yeah. Mm. That's kind of why we do these battles though, right? Because it's like, I remember this being good. Let's yeah. let's go and play mm. it and see. And destroy our childhoods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just you wait till my third pick. Oh, jeez. Uh-oh. Is it 2020 Super? Wait, then no, that's not on Master System. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to avoid all platforms Wait that till has we that do game on there. The Neo Geo <laughs> battle. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. But anyway, we could do a Neo. That would be good, I think, maybe. Maybe. Mm, I really like that wine. Yeah, you like it? Mm. I like it too. Good. <laughs> who was not, who was next? That was number two, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah number two. Uh, what are the other two two that I chose? Um, okay, yeah, my number two is uh, Alex Kidd Miracle World. Mm. Yep, interesting choice. <laughs> I feel like this has to be on the list. That I means think Mark doesn't like it. You don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people liked it. Yeah. Oh, you don't have to like it. No, okay, let's yeah, say that. Yeah. It, it's got this category and it's got Cherry Ripes and Alex Kidd in Miracle World in <laughs> and it. And Flip Frenzies. <laughs> Flip Frenzies, yeah. <laughs> and cafes who don't turn up with Rubens. Mm. <laughs> hey, I finished the game, so that must Did mean you? I liked it. You've done more than me. I haven't finished it. Oh. So who's the more authoritative uh, <laughs> judge? Yeah. Let's not, <laughs> let's not talk about it. No. Um, but I've got some really fond... Memories? No, I've I've played it a bunch, like, since then. Um, mm. But I've forgotten the patterns of the the hand. The oh, that's right. Papers is, is a rock. Were they the same every time? I thought it was random. No, I think it is the same it's every the time. It's the same every time. Is yeah. 
Yeah. I I read an but interview the, with the developer saying he didn't want boss battles. Definitely the he, same every time. And and it was like not really a cop out, but he was like, "Well, we're not killing the bad guy. We're just gonna rock paper yeah. scissors." Yeah. But they do. But they, there is kind of boss fights though too, because you end up you do end up fighting them. You do. Yeah. Yeah, don't their heads come off? Yeah, the heads come off and fly around the screen and then you have to punch the head. Oh, crap, really? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I'm remembering as we're speaking. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, um, yeah, no, the the paper, scissor, rock battles are definitely... Oh, hang on. If you... If... No. I was going to say, if you win the rock, paper, scissors, don't they just walk off rather than fight you or something like that? They turn into the burger or the rice... Rice paper roll or whatever, <laughs> depending on what version you have. But um, okay, yeah the the Western version it, it was a burger, and in the Japanese version it's like a one of those rice things, hmm. which I'm not sure what they are exactly, but right, yep. Um, so so when you fight them the first time, or when you battle them with rock paper scissors the first time, they do go away. But then when you go through the castle at the end, you fight them all again one by one, but then you you actually have to fight fight them. So hmm. um so you you do your rock, paper, scissors, and then when they lose, that's when the heads start flying off and you have to actually punch the head. Just like real life. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, so that's how that works. Hmm. But um it's it's I had a real tough time like deciding whether I wanted to choose this and um, I think in the end it kind of comes down to just the fact that I played it so much as a kid and had a lot of fun with it and and yeah, I, I've never finished it but I don't think I need to finish it to know that it's a no, good game. No, um, I certainly don't subscribe to that theory. Yeah, and I think that part of it is just the like the different vehicles, like the helicopter I always loved and the bike and hmm. you know just the it was something so different like all the different worlds and enemies and the power-ups you you choose and going to the shop and buying stuff and hmm. yeah i think it's it's really really good game hmm. it's a very unique game hmm. it has um pretty cool sound as well yep hmm. yeah and i think sadly you know most of the other alex kid games aren't that great and mm. some of them are okay, but it's pretty sad that none of the others are as good as this one. Mm. But yeah, that's just the way it goes. Cool. My number two is Wonder Boy 3, The Dragon's Trap. Mm-hmm. Another Wonder, Wonder Boy. I wonder what my third pick will be. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, Wonder Boy 3, The Dragon's Trap. It's just a classic Master System game, mm-hmm. well-regarded Again, another platformer RPG, but a bit more. Bit uh, how could you explain it? There's character switching. You can mm. turn into different animals, which mm. have different characteristics. It's more like a Metroidvania almost. Yeah. Because there's areas you can't get to until you've got the right animal. So, for mm. instance, I think it's the mouse that can crawl on walls and ceilings. Ah. All of that kind of good thing. Um, yep. Yeah, that's. Is there that, a water animal? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what it is, though. <laughs> Piranha Man? 
I don't know. I'm probably just making things up right now. <laughs> but it just recently, um, you just wouldn't be spreading misinformation, would you? No, I would never do such a thing. <laughs> but it recently came out as a remake on PS4, Xbox, yeah. and all systems mm-hmm. um, with hand-drawn art style. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm. Your number three, Matt, is my out there game. Which oh. I did this last time. <laughs> One I played, and I what think was your out was there game last time, Street Road. Ah, oh. so I remember. Yeah, that went well. Playing it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, so I, I enjoyed it. I didn't mean it. I'm joking. There's virtually no way this is going to win, but I. But it's a game I remember playing. Okay. And, uh, cool. This is the ninja. I don't think that's that out there. I think everyone the knows ninja. the ninja. I don't think I've ever played it. I have the ninja. Have you played it? You've never played it. I don't think so. Yeah, I've played it. A bit. Um, I've got it. I didn't. I, I never played, played it. it. I never played it when I was a kid. But yeah, it's it's good. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, is it, is it good? Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. I think it's one of those games that's like not a bad game. It's not like probably a critically acclaimed game. Yeah. And but I think it must have sold well. Back in the day, because there is so many copies of yeah, it out there, millions of them, you can pick it up for virtually nothing. Hmm. Um, like, actually, I think I'm pretty sure I've got, unless I traded it, I had a cartridge unboxed, and then I picked up a boxed version. So I had two for a while there. <laughs> There's heaps of them. Hmm. Yeah, it's really easy to get. You don't but, find them on the side of the road in rubbish, though. No, no. But you definitely don't usually find wait no that's not what i'm saying if you want to go and buy an n64 uh-huh. you're paying through the rectum for it hmm. <laughs> that's true so good find mm. hopefully it works yeah hopefully <laughs> he's not gonna tell <laughs> <laughs> i'm keen to, to try the ninja because uh i've heard it's okay i suspect it's just playable mm. as in like it's decent play I but it's i think good. it's as deep as like the wonder boy games so it's got a terrible cover but i think that's something yeah that must be some games yeah must the, the, some f- games the early ones at least horrible. what were they doing but it's yeah. part of the charm i mean there's no charm there. <laughs> <laughs> they're terrible <laughs> they're terrible okay <laughs> i think i mean not many games are going to have the depth of the dragon's trap i think yeah. hmm. so I don't think you can compare it to that. No, certainly wouldn't say depth is more important than anything else. Mm. Mm. Cool. Yep. Your number three, John? My number three is something that I think isn't rated as highly either. Um, but Hang on. Were we up to number three? Yeah. yeah. What was your number two, Matt? I haven't written it down. Aztec Adventure. Ah. <laughs> Aztec Adventure. What is this? And what was your number two, John? Alex Kidd. Alex Kidd. In Miracle World. Okay, continue. Cool. My number three is Choplifter. Yay. <laughs> another game I haven't played on Master System. It's And it's another game that's like a pretty... It's a port of an arcade game, obviously. But it's very, very close, I think, to the actual arcade. Yeah. Um, with a few sort of graphical simplicities um but 
generally it's yeah pretty close and in terms of gameplay i think it's pretty much bang on hmm. so um yeah and and a fun game yeah i'm looking is. forward to playing it some more yeah. i really enjoyed the commodore 64 version mm-hmm. and i've played the arcade but not as much as the commodore 64 version okay so yeah my system version should be cool mm-hmm. my memory is that it's a tiny bit easier than the arcade one okay which is why i like it better <laughs> Fair enough too Cool Alright And my number three is Bubble Bobble mm-hmm. Another arcade conversion But this one uh, Is kind of a remixed arcade version Okay So there's a few differences There's a few additional secret items And things like that there's also mini bosses. Oh. And I can't remember how often they occur, maybe every 30 levels or something like that. But as opposed to the arcade where you go all the way to level 100 to fight a really big boss and, mm-hmm. you know, you're firing lightning bubbles at him and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. In the Master System version, um, you'd be collecting, say, a, a cross to, to be able to fire fireballs as opposed to bubbles and you're fighting, like, a really big ghost yeah you know the little ghost but it's a really big one Uh um yeah so it's kind of remixed but none of it feels like additional stuff thrown on for the sake of throwing something on okay it actually plays really really well and just today i had a look at a youtube video just to remind myself are there mini bosses yes (laughs) there's mini bosses but also it reminded me how bloody awesome it looks okay it looks almost exactly like the arcade Mm mm-hmm so not only did I absolutely love it back then because I was in love with Bubble Bobble the arcade and, you know, you, you couldn't seem to find a good 8-bit slash 16-bit version. Commodore 64 version of Bubble Bobble is rubbish. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Master System version was a godsend because it's, it's freaking awesome. Yeah. has all of the secrets. Well, I think it has all of the secrets. Majority of stuff plus additional stuff. Yep. Yeah. And that's okay. it. Yep. That's our nine picks for best Master System game. Yeah. A lot of arcade games. Mm. And, yeah, that's something that we're finding, or I'm finding. There's a lot of arcade ports on Master System. And I think I said it before, but I think it's because it was... That's what Sega designed it to do. Mm. And it does it really well. Yeah. Yep. Besides, um, I think sprite flicker is its biggest problem. Yeah. So if there's too many sprites in one spot, it'll flicker like mad. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah, looks it does a really yep. good faithful translation. But compared compared to everything else that was around at the time, nothing else did it yeah, did arcade right. games that well. Yeah. So, hmm. Awesome, so I'll quickly run through what we've chosen. My three is Wonder Boy in Monsterland, also known as Wonder Boy 2, Wonder Boy 3 The Dragon's Trap, and Bubble Bobble. John has chosen R-Type, Alex Giddy Miracle World, and Choplifter. And Matt has chosen Sonic the Hedgehog, Aztec Adventure, and The Ninja. Mm-hmm. So next podcast we'll get together and we will... Decide which is the best one. Mm. Definitively. Mm. <laughs> if Everybody we say it's the best role. one, yeah. then it's the best one. Yeah. <laughs> there can be no doubt. So that's it. 
Mm-hmm. I think we're ready to close. Are we ready to close? Mm-hmm. Okay. Alrighty. So thanks for listening to Game the System podcast. If you would like to contact us, the best way to do that is on Game the System forums at gamethesystem.co. You can also reach out to us via email at feedback at gamethesystem.co. I'm still yet to receive a single email on that email address. <laughs> do you think the .co is all confuses people? Possibly. Hmm. But uh, let's not go down the rabbit hole of trying to explain me trying to get the .com domain. Oh, no, no. I Because mean, no. that was, yeah. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> it's, it's not going to happen, put it that way. There's something about... I think people can... Ex- can seem to understand like a .co website domain. Hmm. But for some reason, when it's something at something.co, people just don't get it. Or I feel like that's the case. Um, Not, but I mean, who cares? Like far out, they can learn how to use an email address. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah, listeners. Come on. (sighs) Or they can just go on the forum or whatever. Indeed. (laughs) You can also reach out to me on Twitter at Mark's Tweet. That's at... M-A-R-C-S, almost forgot to spell my own name, underscore tweet. Dot co. (laughs) John and Matt are Huego and BSS on the forums. Please rate us on iTunes. That helps us a lot. And thank Mm -hmm. you to whomever gave us a rating last couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. We're up to seven now. Excellent. Believe it or not, it doesn't sound like a lot, but you look at other podcasts, most of them have zero. So I think we're doing okay. We're doing better than most of them. Yeah. That's pretty much how I live my life. In your face, other podcasts. 51%. I'm I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) And lastly, thank you to our sponsor, 1989 Arcade Bar and Kitchen. Mm. Check out 1989 for classic arcade games, great beer and great food Mm -hmm. at 22 King Street, Newtown and at 1989.com.au. They have Time Crisis 2 now. Oh, really? They also have Mortal Kombat 2. Mm-hmm. Mm. We'll have to. Well, we can just play it at your house, but yeah, we'll have but, to you play know, it. I don't have a. <laughs> I don't have beer on tap at my house. You don't have other people around to impress. Exactly. So, nineteen eighty nine. Only also, my wife, and she's not impressed by anything <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> not only do they have arcade games, they also have other people that might be impressed by your skills. Indeed. Mm. Indeed. That's a good reason to go. Indeed. <laughs> So thank you for listening, and we will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.